0: gotta get situated here there we go okay okay what's going on guys it is monday madness i'm your host anthony and thank you guys for tuning into the culture jacked podcast uh today i will be talking about some movie news and then we're going to be diving into a brief reflection of 2020 as this is the last episode that will drop in 2020 on the Culture Jacked podcast. And uh, Dustin mentioned this in his most recent episode where he had the luxury to uh, drop his episode on Christmas Day. If you guys didn't catch that, make sure and check it out where he dives into hype. Uh, He had some good news and much more. Uh, But with that said, he... Got Christmas. I get the last podcast of 2020, and then he turns around and has the third, first, third, the first podcast of 2021. At least as far as Culture Jacked is concerned, which is exciting. I am genuinely excited to wrap up 2020. Um, I have a very very busy week in front of me with work and with a couple of other things I've got going on. And in fact, really the first couple of months into 2021 I'm I'm going to be incredibly busy with a lot of different things but we're not diving into that today let's talk about some movie news if you guys uh haven't seen this commercial check it out uh it's coming out here really soon and that is the history of swear words hosted by the one the only Nicolas Cage it's going to be featured on Netflix and will drop January 5th Which I'm excited to see because it goes into essentially that literally or not even essentially literally the uh, where swear words came from, why they were deemed swear words and the uh, history behind them. So it's kind of a cool thing because as as all of us uh, grew into adults, there was words that were uh, acceptable and plenty that were not. And that, that slang and those swear words and all of that stuff has been a part of our culture uh, for a very long time. And it's also interesting because it's a part of others' cultures as well. But the dialect and the use of those words and terms and everything is so different from uh, cultures outside of the United States and and everything else. So I'm excited to see it. And, of course, Dustin's idol, Nicolas Cage, is hosting it. So it should be a fun a fun show to watch. And what is interesting though, if you, if you don't watch Netflix often, these guys are very smart because they're creating content like this and many other kind of like very specific topics. And it creates content that those that care or those that want to learn more uh it draws them in. It's 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 not about just big movies. It's not just about TV shows. They do these like sub sub sequitur or subversions slash documentary style shows that are appealing if if it's a item of interest. They have also got a show called the minimalist The Minimalist, which will be coming out later in January as well, where it talks about uh the minimalistic lifestyle to where reducing and eliminating those items that you just don't need why do you purchase them and consumerism and a lot of other things uh but moving forward here another show that's dropping this friday uh so on the first of 2021 is cobra kai So Cobra Kai returns for its third season this Friday. Uh, Netflix, the guys over there, actually pulled it back. I believe it was slated for the middle of January, and then they yeah went ahead and pulled it back because they wanted to get on that content train uh, that everybody else has been running on. Why not? If if it's ready to go, drop it the first because that's another long weekend, and uh, it just makes sense. Uh, Let's see. A couple of other items that dropped during Christmas. I know Dustin mentioned Soul, but there was also "Can We Be Heroes," which is a Robert Rodriguez, uh, Lava Girl, Shark Boy kind of movie, and of course Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. I did watch. I actually ended up watching all three of them. The uh, kids wanted to watch Soul and We Are Here or We Can or Can We Be Heroes, and then of course Wonder Woman. Uh, can We Be Heroes? pure kids movie i didn't watch the whole thing truth be told um yeah interesting thing though christian slater was in it so was pedro pascal which i'll talk about pedro pascal here in a minute and then a couple of other actors but again it's kind of a follow-up uh to the shark boy lava girl series uh let's see wonder woman if you guys didn't check that out make sure and check it out it They did a very, very good job. Gal Gadot, again, reprises her role as Wonder Woman. Chris Pine's back in it, which was great to see. And then Pedro Pascal, uh, Kirsten Wig, And uh, it was a good movie. It was super long, though. It was a very long movie, and it had uh, kind of two stories being told that intertwined, which was cool. Um, But it is extremely long. In fact, it took us two viewings for me to watch the whole thing because I... Well, first I tried to watch it on Christmas, which was not a good move on my part because I was overstuffed with all of that damn food and uh, I didn't make it, did not make it folks. Uh, So I had to go for round two in which I, I I won't say I made it a hundred percent, but I made it probably 80% on that one. Great movie. I'm not going to spoil any of it. Uh, Soul was a cool and interesting movie, Uh, definitely a different take than uh, what what I've seen from Pixar in the past and in any of these other animated shorts, Jamie Foxx is, is the main, the, one of the main voices in that. And again, uh, it's, that's available on Disney plus and, uh, can we be heroes is Netflix soul Disney plus, and then wonder woman, HBO max. So those three are out. Um, in Another thing that Chris Pratt has recently been rumored is he is working on a contract for a new Dungeons and Dragons movie. Now, this is interesting because if you guys remember in 2000, I think it was 2000, 2001, they had that Marlon Williams, and I think it was like Jeremy London, and it was a horrible movie. It was just like this, it was just like an attempt at making a movie. I don't, I don't know. It wasn't good. It did not do well at all. Um, however, there is quite a bit of hype, right, uh, kind of building up around this next rendition of the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Again, Chris Pine is signing on. That's the first big name actor. Hopefully they have several, because, you know, as I mentioned In a previous episode, you got Joe Maganello, you you got the big show, you've got all these guys that play, and I guarantee they'd be more than happy to sign on to something like that if it's obviously written and produced appropriately. Talking about that, though, the uh, writer-director duo Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis uh, Daly are the team that brought you Game Night and are also the folks that are putting together this Dungeons & Dragons movie. So... It could have a chance. Game Night was <laughs> was a pretty funny movie. Um, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll have to see for more information to come out. Who else is going to be tied to this? What is the story plot? Um, and uh, yeah, we'll have to see. I am excited. Uh, I'm excited to see kind of what go what what's going to conspire. Another new movie that uh, trailer just recently dropped is The Little Things from director John Lee Hancock, who created The Blind Side and the founder you guys got to check this out i watched the trailer of it it's uh, a drama suspense it looks it looks good with denzel washington jared leto and remy malik uh yeah check that out the little things it's trailers available on youtube as is any of the trailers or any of the content that you want more information on these movies or rumors check it out there easy to find easy to find it um One thing I did want to talk about, you know, Dustin talked about hype and he went into a lot of things, but a noticeable thing that has just been extremely hyped and it really begs the question is this, uh, the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. And the reason I bring that up is I consistently see now. I had to get a drink. Um. A bunch of shit being talked by Zack Snyder on how great it's going to be. Oh, we just recut. Oh, now we brought back Joe Maganella to do an extended uh, version of... Uh, uh, what the hell's his name? Let me look through here. I got it in here somewhere. I think I do. Uh, oh, Deathstroke. Uh, we're this, we're that. Uh, this guy should be doing a remake. And it's like, dude, you... We we your movie has yet to be seen, and this guy just is going. In fact, he also recently said Ben Affleck should create his Batman movie versus Deathstroke, and this and that. And I'm just I, I don't know, man. The the proof is not yet in the pudding because we haven't seen that Zack Snyder cut. No one has, of course. I mean, maybe Zack Snyder and, and his team, but I can't wait until that comes out because that has to be. One of the biggest changes in movie post movie production um in maybe forever to where he's recutting his own movie, air quote, throwing all this money in it. And it, it's got a lot of eyes on it. Is it going to be as good as he's trying to sell it? And, uh, you know, I, I'm skeptical to tell you the truth. I really am because the original movie was hot trash. Yeah, I've seen some of the new trailers. I wasn't it doesn't look that much better to me. Maybe I'm not uh, a fanboy like I should be, but it just it just isn't. It I, I don't know. We'll have to see what is to come. But right now I'm talking shit. Simply because Justice League, the original, was horrible. His remake, all of his shit talking, all of this, and now he's advising this and advising that. And I, I feel like the 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 uh Cart is well before the pony on uh, how successful his remake is. So, I hope I'm pro- I'm proven wrong once he releases it. Um, another another big thing. If you guys wrapped up the Mandalorian at this point, I hope you did. I'm not going to spoil anything on the Mandalorian with the exception of the book of Boba Fett. Now that was kind of a teaser at the end. If you guys didn't see it, it's all over the internet, and it let left a lot of questions on: Is this? are they ending the Mandalorian? Are they doing this? What is it that they're doing as far as star Wars and Disney and and everything? And John Favreau and several others did confirm that it's looking like it's going to be a six part miniseries off of the Mandalorian. But of course it's going to star Boba Fett and uh, have his story or segment. And then if it's successful, you can bet your ass there's going to be another one and probably 10 other ones. And and everything in between, which it probably will be successful because if John Favreau and the guys at Disney and in the way that everything else has been going, man, with the Mandalorian, I, I find it to be uh, hard to lose in that one unless they really screw it up. So talking about the Mandalorian, though, I, I did want to mention this, and that is Pedro Pascal. So he is the voice of the Mandalorian. Um, you do see him take his mask off. Uh but I guess my understanding and i and I could be wrong, but I did read a couple of articles to where he's not actually the guy in the mask he just does the voice um there's a couple of scenes where he is in it, but predominantly he's not now i maybe I'm wrong maybe it is him hundred percent, and I'm just reading bad information which is which is possible that's a a highly likely scenario that could be could be very true um but the guy did the Mandalorian season two, which had incredible, uh, results as far as viewership and building up fan base and everything very successful. If not one of the most successful, uh, shows to come out in 2020, he also was in that. Can we be heroes, which it, you know, he, he didn't have as big a role, but he, nonetheless he had a role and he was in wonder woman so this guy this fall predominantly just killed it so wonder woman mandalorian and can we be heroes and, and i'm sure he was tied to other things as well but i was just I, I just took notice of that and was like incredible timing incredible timing man holy cow so uh i'm excited to see what other future projects uh he has Uh, going on. And uh, yeah, we'll have we'll have to see because that's that's a heck of a way to end 2020 on a note with uh, three big movies. All right. So in a little bit of MCU Marvel Cinematic Universe news or rumor mill, I should say uh, there's some rumors going around that Leonardo DiCaprio is in talks for Doctor Strange 2 as a role or at minimum a cameo for possibly a future role And so some of those sources have been pretty accurate and I feel like it wouldn't, it wouldn't be completely out of line to see him come in. I I doubt he would be a regular, but who knows? I definitely could see Leonardo DiCaprio as, you know, a, either a, uh, supporting role or he could be an enemy. We've got, uh, we've got the, damn, my, my brain is just uh, running a blank today. We have, uh, the Batman, Christian Bale coming in as Gore, the, uh, I'm going to say the destroyer, but I think that's wrong. Or or the God butcher. Uh, and you know, Leonardo DiCaprio is not a far stretch. I mean, the guy's an A-lister. He hasn't been in any of these. We've had what Benito del Toro play an offshoot role. We've had several others. So that would be cool. Leonardo DiCaprio, i i love the dude's movies he does such an incredible job um damn that would be awesome another one that is rumored in the mcu or soon to be coming to the mcu is shia la Bluff is uh i guess being scouted for a future role but if you think about this without going into any grave detail I mean, it's smart to tie some of these bigger name or well-known actors, whether they're newer or seasoned actors that have been around for a while, but the MCU has grown so big that with the movies and the TV shows, even if you get a big actor to just do a guest spot on a TV show and then be in a movie or vice versa, that's a huge deal And I would guess, and I have no clue, that could be relatively inexpensive to do and could also um, add a lot to it because if they're throwing Leonardo DiCaprio in there, that's going to draw people flat out. What is he doing? What what show is he in? Uh, What character is he going to play And all of that? So to me, that's a pretty exciting. uh, Really, it's a super exciting step um and they've been doing it all along so it's not new news um but i would love to see dicaprio and dr strange too that would be awesome uh let's see and then there's some new netflix rumors on netflix creating a elder scroll show so I'm not sure where the rights are for that, but uh, some of their stories in Elder Scrolls or Skyrim or, or what have you, those are some incredible st- uh, stories and unique characters and world that I I could totally see Netflix running with it and uh, seeing where they go. I mean, uh, in one of my past episodes, I talked about them getting Assassin's Creed. So if they kill it with Assassin's Creed, they're doing very well with Witcher you never know. I mean maybe maybe that's the alternative to movies. Maybe we've been doing the movie thing wrong <laughs> with creating video games into movies to where we should have been creating really good TV shows with the characters because you maybe maybe you need as a uh, viewer you need longevity, you need the character building to take place over several episodes as opposed to a 90-minute movie and that's that's where the pitfall has come. I don't know. I'm excited for that announcement because a the stories, if they stick to a script of some sort that was developed by the uh, folks there uh, that are associated with it or maybe they pick up some sub-stories off of Elder Scrolls, that could be an incredible show. And, uh, you know, everybody wants to get into that uh, Game of Th- <laughs> that Game of Thrones viewership and uh, loyalty. So, you know, and HBO's working on some of the spinoffs for that. So, I mean... Everybody wants a piece of that because that was, uh, movie and cinema gold, uh, for everyone. I feel like, so let's, uh, let's keep moving here in, let's see one, uh, one noticeable thing before we get into our main subject of today on Monday madness is the, uh, it, and I don't intentionally follow this. It was just on my, uh, news feed there on Facebook, and that was and is all of those uh console hoarders, it is so wild to read some of their uh some of their dialogue. What's also nice about it though is as Christmas hit, the prices for the PlayStation a thousand dollars, the Xbox Series X, a thousand dollars, some eight hundred, some a thousand. But I have seen, so if you are in the market, I have seen the scalpers dropping prices pretty dramatically in some cases. And of course, there's those that think that they deserve double the price. Um, but I have seen some of the scalpers dropping prices pretty dramatically. In fact, I saw like an Xbox series S down to like 50 over, uh, I haven't seen an X or a PlayStation that close. I think the closest I saw a PlayStation was like 700 bucks and an Xbox Series X right around the same price. But it is promising because to me, I would pay 50 over 50 over retail to get it today as opposed to waiting. That's me. I would I would be willing to do that now a hundred or 300 probably not that's that's probably not going to happen i keep looking at those uh nvidia rtx 3080s and 3090s the prices on that shit is so ready a thousand twelve hundred fifty the 3080 i've seen up to 1500 and stay at 1500 when that's a 600 hundred dollar 600 well it's 600 to about 800 depending on uh what edition of the chip you get but still 1500 dollars for a for, uh, we'll say, we'll call it middle of the road at 700 bucks. That's so crazy to me. All right. So let's get into the meat and potatoes of today. I, you know, I I wrote down a couple of notes in regards to this and I, I'm not, I, it's a couple of notes. I didn't write a long paper. I don't want to go into a lot of dialogue. In fact, this episode will probably be relatively short Um, but I do want to reflect a little bit on 2020 simply because it's the end of the year, man, (laughs) we made it. (laughs) You made it. If you're listening to this today, you made it. We made it through 2020. Uh, unfortunately that doesn't mean COVID's over. The impact is over. And I, I, I don't want to sit here and remind anybody of how shitty 2020 is. I want to reflect on some of the, the crazy things that did happen, but more or less kind of shift the attention toward what 2021 should be uh, collectively for for all of us. As we know, or as we, the collective, know that COVID-19, its first case started in January. Early January was the first confirmed case in America. And then what was it? January, February, March, April. By May... Uh, we started to see a widespread of it unfortunately i was in las vegas at the time and uh, even then it still wasn't taken too serious and then uh, by the second or third day i was down there the tone of america the tone of the government the tone of everyone had dramatically changed in fact the day before i left everybody was packing up we uh, i was leaving the next day so i waited it out but very very uh, dramatic but i recall the approach being unknown it, it, everybody thought it was like a flu thing and then it was going to go over i don't have to explain to you whatever path or beliefs you may or may not have had but from that point it it obviously got a lot worse with the economic crisis with the george floyd the uh, peaceful protests, the businesses that were closing doors, the riots, all of these things ultimately coming, coming in line with COVID nineteen, in line with everything else. It created hardship for everyone, whether you were affected by the economic downturn or the health downturn or the riots or the impact of what unfortunately happened to uh George Floyd or the protests or the shutting down of of schools and cities and it you know, it's crazy to think that here we are at the turn of this year with looking back and thinking month to month. For me, and I'll tell you across the board, um, I was very fortunate that uh, Dustin and I got together and uh, we picked back up on Culture Jack because this to me is a very good outlet, a positive outlet. I get to talk shit. I get to look up movies and and uh, on occasion do it, do this podcast with Dustin, talk about stuff that I like talking about, uh, share some information, hopefully, and uh, that was a huge, a, a huge thing for me personally, and 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 uh, on, on a mental, on a mental side, very, very productive, very uh, worthwhile endeavor, in which I've enjoyed every episode since. Yeah, I mean, there's times where I struggle. There's times where I listen to the podcast that I've done and wish that I would have said something different or did something different. There's I, you know, I listen to Dustin's episodes. We talk about this stuff and that's been an incredible thing for 2020. Um, All of the stuff that I got accomplished at my house, all of the stuff that I, I I got to do with my family. But with all of that being said, the mental stress, the exhaustion from supporting and and doing my job, the impact on my wife, myself, my kids, my family, and, and those around us, friends family neighbors it, it it leaves me in a in a very precarious place because there's obviously hesitation with going into twenty twenty one on will this continue and and if so to what degree but I will say i'm fucking happy i'm so fucking happy twenty twenty is almost over. <laughs> enough of uh, i i guess enough of the sad shit there uh with with one last note is that we hit an all-time unemployment high of peaking at 14.7 in this country we're back down to right around 7% which is the highest recorded unemployment number since the recording started in 1948 and take a moment folks <clears throat> and i've done this and i i do want to i, I want to say how cool it is uh i've eaten out a lot of food this year and i'm i've gained a lot of fucking weight because of it and i'm not happy with that uh 2021 i'm not making a new year's resolution i'm making a solid fucking plan to get back in shape because that's killed me with that being said though i have been absolutely happy and proud to support our local restaurants um I will continue to as long as I can afford to I I we can't eat out every day of course or or really even once a week I can't afford that uh financially or or from a health standpoint cuz I'll be 500 fucking pounds And uh, it won't be good. I won't be doing the podcast. The next podcast, I'll be laying on a bed with this microphone, (laughs) with this microphone. And that'll be it. You guys won't get a video. And if you do, it's going to be a top-down video of a 500-pound man. Uh, Not that there's anything wrong with that, but that's just not the avenue I'm going. But I have been proud to uh, be able to uh, try to do that, uh, give back to some of the local communities with uh, the Christmas shopping that we did. You know, I mentioned some of the stuff there that was uh, ideas. Uh, both my wife and I did go to the local communities and try to uh, put some money back back where where we could, um, where we're able to. But, you know, all of you, all of the listeners or the 10 people or 20 or 100 people that listen to this episode, I mean, that's do what you can to support those, the your, your local community, man. I mean, the comic shop is one that you know you start thinking about this stuff and and again i said this before maybe we take it for granted maybe we don't maybe you don't but the theater the the people that were there the most important in my mind it's you know i don't know the people that work at the theater so i'm not directly associated with that but what i am directly associated with is the the six movies that's probably even exaggeration maybe six movies maybe if i'm lucky six movies but you probably not um the experience standing in that line getting that tub of popcorn and going and watching matrix 4 or the new suicide squad or black widow or whatever it is that is the part that is so crazy to me in 2020 is as i think back to the things that i did this year granted As much as I tried to stay positive, as much as I tried to stay productive, it was like a lot of those things going to the theaters, going and visiting friends and family in different cities, um, going outside of Alaska, going like that was just like deleted. It wasn't even within question. I did travel for work in the state, um, but the rest of it was just like, no. Um, to include Christmas. I mean, and, and the day after Christmas, we had talked about going and visiting family. And, and of course it came back up. I'm like, well, wait a second, you know, we don't know. And uh, I guess the reason that I want to do this or wanted to talk about this is uh, a, to get the shit off my chest. Cause again, I'm fucking stoked. 2020 is over. And the other part is I I've learned a lot. Um, about me personally, uh, friends, family, the, uh, I moved my phone. Um, the opportunity cost for doing things, I think is one that everybody's learned and and we should take into consideration because, uh, no matter if you're doing economics or, or whatever it is, is we all had to evaluate the opportunity cost of doing pretty much anything. And I guess as I go into 2021 and even saying, you know, hey, I'm going to try to get better on a fitness thing and and, and all of that stuff. uh, There isn't, I am going to get better. I am getting better. In fact, I've been doing well uh, going down that track with the exception of, of the holidays. With those being over, going into 2021, Um, I'm excited and I hope you guys are too, because, uh, you know, both Dustin and I have talked about a shitload of movies. We've talked about a bunch of video games, both that were relevant to 2020, but are coming into 2021, which is exciting enough because shit, Disney plus alone has enough content that will be dropping next year to hopefully fulfill your, fulfill that the vaccines are being deployed uh, the presidential deal—I can't get into—not uh, just because of a political stand standpoint, but it, it's the most ridiculous thing, probably in history, as far as a, pre- a presidential uh, run and the 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 camaraderie, the fucked-up ballots, and and all of that. So I won't get into that. Uh, With I won't get into that at all. Other than I really hope. That whatever happens is for the best of America because coming off of a year like 2021, the vaccines coming out, we've got entertainment finally coming. A lot of other TV shows to include Brooklyn 9 is being uh picked up and ran with. I talked about billions being picked. So the entertainment side of things is is relaunching your local community hopefully some of your uh, bars and restaurants are, are reopening again with precautions and and taking uh, whatever whatever things that are needed but uh i'm excited and i am very very interested to walk into 2021 um not with optimistic eyes but with i i guess you know, a position of what steps do I need to take? What step do do I need to take as an individual? What steps does my family need to take to make some changes that we haven't made so far with create a different approach toward things? Because I've learned a lot about myself in in everything, that I've done and, and the people that I've been associated with. And, you know, how do I treat people better? How do I support my community better? And I don't want this to turn into some, I feel like maybe I've, I've talked too long in regards to, in regards to this, that wasn't my intent, but, um, to me, that's exciting. It's exciting to close the 2020 book. It's exciting to see what, what new is on the horizon. It's exciting to help those in the community. And it's, and it's exciting to be alive and to be proud, uh, you know, to be an American, to be fortunate enough to have a job, to be fortunate enough to be able to do this podcast. And, you know, maybe it's a lot of the um, taking shit for granted, or maybe it's not, maybe it's understanding the opportunity cost better that if I do this, I'm not playing a video game right now, or I'm not working on a car, or I'm not sitting there with my family. Now that's the trade-off. That's the opportunity cost, but I am doing something that I truly enjoy. And that's um, creating this podcast and sharing some of these crazy notions and telling these, <laughs> these long ass stories or, or whatever it may be. And, that's an opportunity that I enjoy and that I want to continue to build off of into 2021. And, uh, I, I think that's, you know, I, I, this is probably a relatively, I don't know how long this is, this is probably a relatively short podcast. I know my last one was, was relatively short, um, for no, for no specific reason other than Let's close out 2020 collectively. I know that this wasn't hyper-focused around video games or movies or uh, Dungeons & Dragons or what have you, but this is it, baby. (laughs) This is is the last episode of 2020 on the Culture Jack podcast, which, uh, you know, Dustin mentioned it. We did a couple of collaborations via Zoom, and I thought that went well, so hopefully we'll be putting together uh, several of those you know, in the spring of 2021, I'm excited to do that. I had an incredible time chopping it up with Dustin, uh, together and, uh, we'll, we'll hopefully, like I said, be putting that together. I know he mentioned it as well. There's a lot of really cool topics and a lot of really cool things going on already in 2021 that I'm excited to get there and to start diving into those things. So I, uh, I'm stoked, guys, and I hope you are too. You know, I, everybody's got a different mental state in uh, where we are. It's a fucked up time in between. I always find it to be kind of a fucked up time between Christmas and New Year's. It's just a weird space because you're like, fuck, Christmas is done. Some of you know, some of us, some of you, maybe thankful that Christmas is done because it's that big holiday. The family's gone. Others may be, uh, a little bit more sensitive to that with, Oh no, no, they went home. And then, you know, there's those that are in between like, fuck yeah, I'm going to go snowboarding, you know, or whatever, whatever it may be. Um, but it's, you still have those days from Christmas into the new years. And, uh, for the most part, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of, I guess, following and um hype just built around the new year itself let's let's wrap up 2020 let's dive into 2021 let's have us a good 2021 and uh yeah we'll remember 2020 forever that's all i got guys thank you for tuning in i uh appreciate everyone that is listening i know both dustin and i have said it several times and i'll say it again here 2020 was an incredible year for us here at the Culture Jack podcast. I I strongly believe that uh, both Dustin and I have uh, been working our asses off to bring you content every single week. Um, hopefully the content's getting better. I know that we go on tangents. I know that we uh, veer, veer on the road right or left. But uh, regardless, we have uh, an exciting lineup for 2021. We've enjoyed the hell out of... Uh, not only creating it, but everybody that's commenting and and everything of the sort. So as always, please take a moment, go to soundcloud.com, go to applepodcast.com, go to uh, Spotify. You can go to NPR, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. That is where the podcast lives. The stuff that you see on Facebook to be crystal clear is not the podcast. This is a recording of the podcast. It's a video recording. Um, Is it a part? Yes, it is a part. It is a clip of the podcast. So if you're watching this on Facebook, even if I put this on there, please take a moment, jump over to uh, any of those places. You can also download the stuff in the app store on your phone and then download the Culture Jacked podcast. You can subscribe to it. It'll automatically bring you all of our podcasts. You don't have to do anything other than listen. And then while you're there, of course, give us five stars or whatever their metric or a rating system is. It means a lot to us. Drop a comment down below. I hope you guys an incredible 2020. That's it. That's all I got, guys. Talk to you in 2021. Thanks for tuning in.